In this episode, we are going to the fair to visit with OHS educator Jillian Beatty and see firsthand the projects that some of her students are showing. Welcome to this episode of Inside the OSD Podcast, where it's all about the kids. Here is your host, lifelong educator, and our superintendent, Dr. Leslie Bergstrom. Hello, and welcome to Inside the OSD. Today, we are at the Stoughton Fair to learn about the supervised agricultural experience that is coordinated by Jillian Beatty, an educator in our high school agriculture department. As our listeners can hear, there is a lot of activity going on around here, and we appreciate you taking a few minutes to talk with us today. Ms. Beatty, I'd like to begin with you. Well, hello, I am Jillian Beatty, the Agriculture Education Instructor at Oregon High School. Um, my role as an agriculture education instructor is not only in the classroom teaching a variety of classes that deal with animal science, plant science, natural resources, uh, but it also extends beyond the classroom in preparing our students for careers in the agricultural field. So our students do things um, in the FFA program, which I also advise, and then they also have something known as a supervised agricultural experience program or projects. We might think of commonly as FAIR projects. Okay. Uh, so the agriculture education course system is set up in a three-circle model. So what you learn in the classroom should be applied in both the FFA as well as in your SAE so those students can really develop those skills. And they have three opportunities to develop those skills. The Absolutely. course, FFA, and then the supervised agricultural program. So this extends beyond the school year. So this is um, more, really, of everything as far as opportunities for our kids. Why is it important to you to offer this opportunity to them? Well, we know that our students don't stop learning once they leave the classroom. And that's one of the reasons I love teaching agriculture is you're always learning and, and I think the curriculum lends itself to inquire and want to know more. And so the opportunities that supervised ag experiences or SAEs provide is that students can say, hey, I really am interested in poultry. I want to keep going and, and knowing more. And then I have students here that have been breeding their own poultry and really um, doing, doing great things on dubbing and, and then self-care on um, animals that are injured and not having to call the vet. And so you're wow. seeing these skills really develop. So they can take what they learn in the classroom and keep applying and keep growing. And those are the skills that are going to help them in the future. So um, knowing that some people might be listening who are thinking, wow, my child would really enjoy this experience. What's their first step to getting started in something like this? Well, anyone ages nine and up can show or participate in a local fair. Um, to be part of the FFA, you need to be in the high school or an agriculture education program. But if you are interested in having a project that allows you to explore something of interest, you can join your local 4-H clubs. That's okay. a lot of ways my students get involved. Um, and then, of course, uh, be engaged in an agriculture education class um, in FFA in the high school, and we can get you started in a project as well. What are some of the introductory agriculture education classes at the high school? We offer natural resources, which is focused on um, the curriculum of, of ecology, I guess I would say, forestry, soils, water, wildlife. And then we also offer an animals, plants, and you course, which is introductory into plant science, animal science, leadership, and food science. And students could take those as electives in freshman year even, right? Absolutely. Okay, that's great to know. Um, anything else you'd like listeners to know about this experience? 
I think this is uh, one of my most exciting times of the year. Uh, I get to watch my students um, really take that knowledge that we've started to learn in class and apply it in different ways. Watching them take a project, and these are students I've worked with for so many years, so it's right. really exciting. But to watch them keep growing and keep improving their projects each year um, is so rewarding. And then, of course, uh, a fair, the ag community is such a tight-knit group. Uh, seeing my former students come back uh, that have oh, yes. moved on and uh, are, like one yesterday said that she just got asked by Lily to um, move to a different role with Lily and do some marketing. And so, again, their career in agriculture education started here at the fair and it's really blossoming as they keep developing those skills. But the great part is they keep coming back to help these students because it is a family. So this is so rewarding for me. That's a super lovely way to put it. And I remember from my experience being a high school associate principal that there were some students who, when they got to the high school, they made a beeline for the courses that are offered in the agricultural department because they're so hands-on and so connected to their real life experiences. They're just extraordinarily popular courses the whole program is it's exciting to see it's exciting to have students interested and give these students opportunities to develop and prepare for a future career in an industry that's growing well not every teacher gets to have a student over and over and see that growth right <laughs> so most teachers get to have a student for one class one time and then that's it so this is really fun to watch them uh, grow as people and as practitioners over the course of time. Absolutely. So now we're gonna go to our student exhibitors and I would like each of you to introduce yourself and we'll just go around the table here. Uh, hi, my name's Tanner Clark. I'm the Oregon FFA uh, president. Thank you, Tanner. Hi, my name is Lydia Miller. I am the Oregon FFA reporter. Thank you. Hi, I'm Ashley Olson. I'm the Oregon FFA vice president. And hi, I'm Cheyenne Johnson, and I am the Oregon FFA Secretary. Thank you, all of you, very much. Now I'd like each of you to tell me about your project and what led you to choose the project. And some of you have multiple projects here today. So Tanner, we'll start with you. Uh, I kind of have my hands full. Uh, I have uh, poultry, uh, beef steer, as well as rabbits. I kind of dip my hand into everything <laughs> to try it out and see what I liked best, and it all kind of stuck. I picked it because uh, my parents and grandparents both showed and I've been going to shows since I was old enough to walk and watch Aww. and always wanted to participate. So it was really easy to get started. So you're running around to all the different barns then? 24-7. Okay. <laughs> and you, as, if people can't tell if they're listening, we are next to the poultry barn. <laughs> Just in case they can't tell that. Okay, Lydia, what about you? Uh, at the fair this week I have rabbits and poultry as well. Um, the main reason why I chose these is because, well, my brother already had chickens and I kind of took that over oh. and then I started from a young age at Rabbits. I wanted to get my foot in the door showing. I thought the easiest way to do that was to convince my mom to buy me a bunny and that <laughs> quickly spiraled into everything else. <laughs> Very good. So the parents, if their child comes to them wanting a bunny, they better understand it could get much bigger than that. <laughs> okay, I got it. Ashley? So here at Stoughton Fair, I have poultry, but when I go to Dane County Fair, I do shooting sports and I have some more still projects. So I've done still projects through my 4-H and FFA career so far, but this is my first year showing animals. So I really wanted to make the next step and start showing my animals to get me on the path for my career because I'm looking at 
going into vet medicine. So wow. I thought getting my foot in the door now with animals and ca taking care of them, doing the small little things is gonna help me in the long run. Thank you. And Cheyenne? Yeah, and me at the Stoughton Fair, I have rabbits. I used to show poultry here and outside of the fair, I also do a lot of equine sports, care, and all things above. <laughs> Um, and what got me into this is just my love for animals. My parents have always been animal lovers since I was really young. We've always had two dogs. It's never been one. We got a bunch of cats. And then as soon as I got into 4-H, thankful to Lydia at the other end of the table, she got a rabbit and we were still really good <laughs> friends at the time. And I thought, wow, that's really cool. I want to try this. And it's stuck ever since, and I'm so thankful for it. Well, one more example of beware of the bunny, because it can influence <laughs> a lot of things in someone's life. It's the gateway it project. Like it. it sounds like it. So um, I'm going to go the opposite direction for the next question. So I'll go right to you, Cheyenne. What's your favorite thing about preparing for the fair? And then what's the most challenging thing? Well, my favorite thing is definitely preparing the animals and just seeing myself progress is nice. probably my favorite thing. Like seeing, I used to bring my animal to the fair and get really nervous about being like always, how well you're going to do is probably one of the most things that every exhibitor thinks about. But now I can see myself being like, okay, I've worked so hard into this and I can see how well I've progressed and that's probably like the best thing is just taking care of my animal and saying, wow, I really did this super well and I'm excited to show it off to everybody. But probably the most challenging thing is like I said before, just I feel like every exhibitor has those nerves of just being, am I good enough? And basically all I want anybody to think of is just you are good enough and there's always progression, there's always learning to do. So I just, that's probably one of the most things that I would say is probably the hardest. Well, truthfully, if you've mastered that, you've mastered most of the difficult things in life. Because yeah. mm. understanding that, right, is the key to just about everything. Right. So that's really awesome. Ashley, what are you thinking? Um, probably like the most, my favorite thing about the fair in the preparation period is learning how to bond with that specific animal that you're going to bring or learning how to do a new skill for a new project that you're gonna exhibit this year. I used to do cake decorating and watching myself wow. progress from Stoughton Fair to Dane County Fair was insane. In cake decorating? Yeah, it was, it was so stressful sometimes, but it was so exhilarating to see what I got here at Stoughton and how I can improve myself. And today, like yesterday I showed poultry and there's definitely going to be some improvement from Stoughton to Dane County Fair again. But just my favorite part is progressing because yeah. it's always a learning experience. But like, it's also challenging because you doubt yourself sometimes. And I definitely doubted myself yesterday. So, like, learning how to progress and not doubt yourself when you're going into the show ring. And, yeah, just being yourself and progressing new learning experiences and changing the way you do things for the better. That's amazing. You just described my first three years as superintendent, so thank you very much. <laughs> that was excellent. <laughs> Lydia, what are you thinking? Well, one of my favorite things, again, I think we're re reiterating this, is definitely preparing for the fair. Uh, I do, I had forgotten to mention earlier, I also have artwork that I show here. And I have seen some of your artwork, the picture of your grandmother. Oh, yeah. That was stunning. That, I, I, did, I entered that here last year and wow. that actually ended up doing really well. I believe um, it. Thank you. 
So I enter artwork here. I also have my rabbits and my chickens. Preparing for all of that is just so exciting. I love seeing how my rabbits progress with their posing when I work with them. I have a- Rabbits pose? Yeah. They, cool, every, I have to see every this. Every breed of rabbit has their own pose. <laughs> okay. And there's five different poses. Nice. So, yeah, I had recently bought a new bunny and he, I was a little skeptical of him at first and I didn't think he was going to pose very well, but just working with him and seeing his progress and being able to go up and pose on a table for a judge was, I guess, really, I don't know what the word, maybe not exhilarating, but like a good feeling to yeah. see that my work paid off with him. As well as with my chickens, I spend a lot of time, I've been breeding, I've been making sure everyone's healthy and clean and well cared for and it's just important to see that they get here and get home safely. Wow, thank you. And then uh, I guess the challenge would go back to what Cheyenne said, like nerves, am I going to be good enough at this? But at this point, it doesn't matter as long as you do everything to your best ability, that's what's important. Lovely. Tanner, what are you thinking about this? Uh, kind of similar to Lydia, seeing all the work you've put into it actually paying off, uh, it's really great to see you did all these little things right and now you are at the top of the leaderboard. It's really great yeah. to see. That also paired with, we'll call them, lively discussions with your parents in a 90 degree <laughs> barn surrounded by chickens also kind of brightens your eyes a little bit. Uh, but I think the biggest challenge I have to face is doing all the little things wrong first. You can't grow if you do it right every single time. Taking a couple steps back only to take five steps forward is always the best way to improve. Wow, okay. How has your agricultural class, class or classes prepared you for this experience? Ms. Beatty talked about the three rings. Tell me how you connect those in your mind. And we don't have to go every one of you, just whomever would like to address that, go right ahead. Yeah. I know uh, personally Miss Beatty has quizzed me on many, many things and Miss Beatty's classes are so informational and have been such an important aspect of my agricultural career. I just have to thank you so much. Yeah. I've learned practically every breed of everything. I mean, obviously you can't teach every Everything. single breed, but we've covered plenty of them to know a basic where you can walk into a barn and realize, oh, that's a Holstein. Oh, that's a Jersey. Like if we were in the dairy farm. Nice. But yeah, Miss Beatty's classes give you all the tools and keys to understand these fairs. Wow. Anybody else want to chime in on that one? Sure. So yesterday in showmanship, all the questions he asked me were, was everything I've learned from Miss Beatty's classes. I may have not remembered all of the things, <laughs> but I know I did learn them. So everything that happens in the ag classroom, it comes straight back to your SAE. It teaches you everything you need to know, the most important things, and right down to the details. And then you can tie that into the three-circle model of this is what I'm learning, and this is how I'm applying it to my SAE, and I'm showing through FFA, so that creates the three circles. Okay. So, um, of course this takes place outside of the classroom. People can hear that we are definitely outside of the classroom. Although the FFA classroom has plenty of animal sounds <laughs> happening also. I know that. But, um, 
what motivates you to do this additional project that's above and beyond, right? Like you're here all day in the summer, many days, not just this one. What is your primary motivation? Probably seeing that what you do here will always stay with you for the rest of your lives. Uh, I see my parents coming back and saying, I remember when this was here, or I remember I did this, and I can ask my parents or frankly anyone that's been here that's shown uh, a question and they will answer it correctly every time. Information you learn here stays with you, so it's really important to see that what happens here isn't just only fun, but it's also will carry with you throughout academics and everything. Alright, I love that. Why do you think it sticks with you? It's kind of hard to forget, <laughs> that's for sure. Um, being here 24-7, uh, you see everything, the ins and outs, the hard stuff, the stuff that people might not always want to see or hear, and it's, once it's in your brain, it will never leave because you'll come back to your hometown or even just look at pictures in your phone and you'll see everything that you've ever done and it'll always reflect your time here. Nice. Anybody else, what motivates you? Go yeah, ahead, I think what motivates me is definitely like basing off of what Tanner said, not only all the things you've been learning at FAIR, but all the memories you make. I can always look back and say, oh my gosh, we probably did something really stupid last year, but it was like, it makes the time of your life just being here. Like Lydia, I know she'll always remember all her showmanship grand champions and stuff and that just that makes her day and right. she gets to compete even in a master showmanship at the Stoughton Fair where they go through all these different species so not only just basing off of your breed but basing off of all these different species that they offer at the fair and all these memories that you just get to make are probably the most the best part every single that's time. the motivation or one of them Okay, so you've already touched on this a little bit, but I'd like each of you, if you could, to just list two skills, skills you've developed during your time taking ag classes and through these projects, skills that you will take with you into whatever your next step happens to be. And then the next question will be, what's your next step? But for now, <laughs> what skills, just a couple of them, that really you know are going to carry with you forever? Oh, like a lot of the skills I've learned in Beatty's classes is going to apply to my future career because I want to go down the DVM track so I learned all the breeds in our classes, I learned the digestive systems of multiple different animals, I've learned the reproductive tract of them and like applying that to what I have now is going to help me in the long run of knowing them, having a base knowledge and working with my animal with what I do know and furthering my learning through apply, like application of it. Nice. And for someone who might not know, DVM, Doctor of Veterinary Medicine. Thanks, Ashley. Who else? I think leadership is definitely something I learned from Ms. Beatty. When I first joined FFA, I was shy, quiet, didn't really do much, and now Everybody they, here looks shocked. <laughs> now they can't get me to shut up. But I think leadership, being able to take control of a situation that might be hard, or just being in charge of something that's so large it could take on your entire life. And then the other thing is being comfortable with being uncomfortable. So like... Wow going into something, I don't know this, but I want to, and I need to change some things so that I can learn this. And going up to showmanship, they'll ask you a question that you don't know the answer to, and you just answer it to the best of your ability and as confident as possible, because if you get it wrong, 
you still sound like you know what you're doing. And if you get it right, you are already 10 steps ahead of the person behind you. Wow, okay. Anybody else about skills? Go ahead, Lydia. I, I really agree with Tanner about stepping out of your comfort zone. And a lot of that comes personally from Miss Beatty. Because, you know, at the time you think, I can't do this, I can't do this, and I don't want to do this. But Beatty knows you can do it and makes you do it. Because deep down, she is always right. <laughs> and this has been quoted. Can I have that, please? This is on tape. Interviews now done. <laughs> and, That's great. I mean, another another thing though, Cheyenne had mentioned my showmanship. I really take a deep interest in understanding my rabbits inside and out, everything about them. And showmanship has been so important to me. And I want to do it as best as I possibly can to my best of ability. And like Tanner had said, even if you don't know the answer, you just smile, say whatever answer you have, and if you're wrong, then be, oh my gosh, that is so interesting. <laughs> Thank you for expanding my learning. It's all about, it's all about engagement. That's fantastic. Okay. Anybody else want to add to the skills conversation? Just pop right in. Yeah, I've got one that I feel we haven't talked about yet, but we've kind of glanced over is just responsibility. Taking care of all these animals is definitely the biggest part of what every kid need, I feel like needs to go through is this animal takes a lot of care. You have to feed it, water it, make sure it's comfortable, make sure it's healthy, and yeah, just taking care of them and not only like we talked about progressing earlier in this project, but just understanding your animal and knowing that this animal takes a lot of care so you have a lot of opportunity just to work with that animal rather than doing a lot of the other things kids do and I know <laughs> my mom and dad have always told me this is just, you'd rather put the money into this animal than into anything else and it's definitely worth it well when I was listening um, to some of you talk about the care for the chickens and having to ensure that they are cool and comfortable when it can get very warm in the barns and all that you had to think about to ensure that your chickens were were living their best life here at the Stoughton Fair. That was, it was an impressive conversation to listen to you talk about that. Now, Ashley's already spoken about her Doctor of Veterinary Medicine goals. The other three of you are seniors. So I'm very interested in what's next for you and how has this program helped you prepare for what is next? Anybody? Yeah, I can start. Um, so I already, I'm very lucky, I can say. I'm going into a veterinary technician position because um, our school offers a school-to-career program. And basically what that is is half the day you are at school and half the day you go to work and go to make money. And they offer this at the Oregon High School. And I, currently I'm in it and I'm working at Country View Equine Clinic. Oh, nice. So I get to see all the things you do in this position and I get to work in this position and see what I truly enjoy and if this is worth it for me. And it totally is worth it. So I feel like all of Beatty's classes and everything we offer through the FFA is truly influenced on how I think about 
what I want to get into. Yeah, maybe there's some times where you think about all the other career options that are offered. Not only just like a lot of people think about the money you make. And, but I truly think about how this job makes you happy and how it influences other people's lives. That's nice. Maybe someday you and Ashley will open your own clinic. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Tanner or Lydia, which one? Uh, I guess I'm going into mechanical engineering and going into school at hopefully UW-Platteville. I'll be putting in my application right. pretty soon. And mechanical engineering is kind of far from taking care of a chicken, but learning about every single animal that lives on this earth is important because anything that I will work on, invent, or put time into will affect something around me. Ecosystems are reflective of what we put into it, so learning all this stuff while I'm young, from Beatty and from even before, it really makes it so that when I'm out in the real world and on my own, I can see what my actions have on the environment around me. Oh my goodness, what an answer that is as far as connecting what you want to do to what you've been learning, even though on the surface it might not be connected. You just tied that up really well. Thank you. How about you? Uh, you know, I'm like yet to determine an exact career plan, but That's I know. okay. I've been told that, yes, that it's okay. I'm a little panicked about it. Everyone seems so relaxed around me. But, um... I'll, I know I want to do something with animal sciences or zoology or biology. All of these are very important to me because it's what I've grown up with. Right. I also, well, I work at a place that offers school to career and I'll be doing it next year. I work at really? Cherokee Kennels and okay. even though I'm just working with dogs and the occasional cat, it's still handling animals. It's still learning breeds, it's still understanding, hey, this animal's acting out of the ordinary. Could there be something wrong with it? This animal's bleeding. Where is that coming from? How can I help it? And usually it's just a chipped nail, but you always want to make sure that they're okay. All of this will be important because I do really, really desire to work with animals when I'm older. Well, that's awesome. I would totally trust you with my dog. So <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad that's a part of your experience. This has been really fun, and I know our listeners are going to love this episode. So congratulations on your hard work, your preparation. We wish you all the best at the, at the fair and in next year at school, right? Whether you're a senior or a junior, it's going to be a great year. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Remember that you can find links to all episodes of Inside the OSD and submit topic ideas on our website at oregonsd.org podcast. You can find this podcast anywhere you can find podcasts. Make sure to subscribe if you're listening on one of these apps to get notifications on the most recent episodes. We'll see you next time on Inside the OSD, where it's all about the kids.